0: anniversary of the podquisition and surprise i got you all the monster
1: <laughs> oh, that's my gift that's my oh, surprise gift jimmy boy you got a, such a lovely wonderful present and yeah. you're all all so happy
0: yeah okay so before we continue um many of you listening may have read a statement that i put on the gymquisition.com um some people think i'm being a, a bit overdramatic uh, a lot of people don't, uh, mm. and they're the people I'm, I'm obviously more interested in addressing right now. Um, I made a statement, you can read that, just with regards to what happened. As as we record it, what happened last night. Um, mm. Not expected, and if you are, you know, on a particular side of the political fence, uh, somewhat terrifying... Uh, and especially if you're a, uh, a minority, or if if you're mar- marginalised in any way, uh, this is not the result you you likely wanted. And in fact, you may be feeling incredibly fuck awful. Um, sorry to dredge that up, but because we're about to just go right on to talking about video games again, while the country is in a bit of a a, a mess right now, with the you know people. Very unsure of the future, and we're, we're about to you know make fun of video games and stuff again. Uh, it does feel at least at least respectful to just bring it up briefly at the beginning. Hmm. Um, the main thing I want to just say and, and I said it again in, in in the statement on the site is regardless of your age your your income your race your gender your sexuality you will always be welcome uh, in the Jimquisition community, such that it is... Uh, that, you that, are goes, always... that
2: goes for all three of us. Right? Yeah, oh,
0: absolutely. Agree, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not speaking for myself yeah. with that. There, there's not a lot I presume to speak for on behalf of my colleagues, but I know I echo that. And Conrad as well, um, my co-host on the spin-off Doctors. Um, always you are welcome, uh, no matter um, you know what group you, you, you are in. Uh, and... However marginalized you may feel by the country, uh, we will always endeavour to have your back and provide you entertainment, and and really not tolerate anyone who might hate you based on on such what should be petty things as as, mm. as those you know criteria I, I mentioned. And that's all I want to say about it. Um,
2: I think as well. Oh, sorry. I
0: no, mean, I was I just, just... going to say this. All I want to say, but if if anyone else wants to sound off
2: go for it. I I just was going to say that I think for people whose job it is to um make things that make people happy, I think that's more important than ever right now. So it's good to keep on uh keep on putting things out that give people that little escape and that's what yeah. I know I'm going to yeah. do and I hope mm. any creators out there listening will agree with me.
0: Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to... And again, um, I realise this intro runs counter to that. It might be dredging mm. up things you, you're listening to escape. Um, I, so we will move on very quickly f- um, in a bit.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I'm
1: sorry that, that we're starting we, in this kind of morose way. Um, yeah, like there is definitely like a very, very big split um, audience-wise in terms of people who wanted us to either not acknowledge it at all or talk about it to... More of an in-depth degree And I think I feel like this is the same sort of situation as you have Like when, hey, there's a mass shooting in America And we then go and talk about Games that glorify shooting stuff with guns There's there's an inherent elephant in the room That kind of needs to be addressed In situations like this Where it's like, hey We're aware that this is really shitty Like, we are not Ignoring it Out of uh, out of a lack of appreciation for the gravity of the situation, no, we no, are doing it out of an attempt to give some levity for a while and to just yeah. not have to think about it. Because, like, I and I, I don't want to dress yeah. it up as
0: purely selfless either. Um, there is a selfishness to it, like the fact that I'm I'm writing a Call of Duty review right now, <clears> and it's just t- it's, it's it my work keeps my brain on the straight and narrow. Um and the fact mm. it it can also provide escapism and distraction for others is good as well, uh, and and yeah, it's it's it's. Hopefully we can do. We, hopefully we can just give you a fucking laugh today. Yeah,
1: you know. So but, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I think I think I think it's fair for all, like I can say for all of us that for those of you right now that are that are struggling with this and that are scared for what the future is going to hold believe us that you're not alone in feeling that way and it's gonna take those of us that you know are scared about this standing up to keep the next four years going okay so
0: yeah if I can say something I I, just to for me to sign off on it um if I can say something that I said earlier today um I think now's the time for the people who can to be the people that other people need and that's something mm-hmm. I'm, i want to do um on a local level i mean i live in fucking mississippi so i want to do stuff here uh, at home to help other people and, and and everything and and part of that will be you know putting my work out there um and and Trying to do positive things, which is funny because half of the stuff I do is just shitting on the game industry, but <laughs> that can make people feel good, uh, and, and that's that's what we're here to do. And that, that went on probably longer than, than I, 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 I... I wanted just like, you know, five minutes, but...
1: Well, well you're listening that's to not that much longer we, than we went. We went about six a minute, so... Okay.
2: That's I, I'm probably... looking at It's, it's not as long so. as we went on about Greece last week and musical.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, let's not forget, <laughs>
0: like, like Greece has happened. So we have survived genuine atrocities yeah. before. Yeah. Um, we have you know, su-
2: survived John Travolta much, going. Uh, uh,
1: and, you know,
2: uh, we can survive this. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, 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 uh-huh. Tell me more. Tell me more.
0: Um, also, uh, speaking of which, I'm really sorry to any spin off Doctors listeners who did not appreciate my dank memes on, hey, on the hey, last hey, episode. Hey, Jim,
1: Jim, I will always appreciate your dank memes. Your dank memes are beautiful and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Your memes <laughs> are the a, dankest, Jim. I made a mistake. And I know that I've
0: already seen some comments from people saying they're never going to listen to the spin off Doctors again. Um, and I'm. I shouldn't laugh because that's not funny. And I just want to assure people I wasn't deliberately trying to piss on people's criticism. I was just trying to have a laugh. So when I downloaded um, a soundboard of audio (laughs) memes, including MLG air horns and bad sonic music and Darudi Sandstorm and just all of the dicks out for her. Like all the obnoxious fucking meme shit.
1: So... Here's the I... thing, Like now that you're talking about it There's a little bit of my brain that's like I'm pretty sure that's the only thing right now That like I want in life Is just stupid memes So I may have got my phone out And uh, oh, pulled, up, oh, pulled up the app store So uh, have fun Don't if... do what I did
0: um, right. <laughs> That's the problem the, the main problem is I didn't know how loud they'd be <laughs> So I put my speaker right Like on top of my microphone and, and it, apparently it hurt people's ears And I didn't know And oh. it sounded okay to me in the edit uh, and, and I thought I'd normalised and equalised everything But I didn't And so so when people are yelling about, you know smoke weed every day uh, people got a real earful and I'm okay, so well, fucking sorry uh, with,
1: America with today's smoke use weed of every the, day t- with today's use of the meme soundboard I will keep it at a respectable distance so it'll just be a little quiet distant meme going like take Alpha like- harambe Ooh. oh baby
2: a triple oh, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Like I'm holding that quite far away So that, I think that's, that's okay I think that's a good level of yeah. meme I think like if yeah. at any point the tone here, Like we we get into any risk of like Oh no also, are, we not, are we not distracting the world enough I think, We'll just throw some I memes
2: think, in I think that's also a good quantity of memes as well For the show right there just <laughs> Yeah one. I'm not gonna I, I, I
0: just want to <laughs> promise the listener I'm not doing that again myself uh, I did enough of that on the spin-off doctors And again I, 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 I can I'm make genuinely
1: no, sorry. I can make no promises that I won't use a meme soundboard, but I will use it I will use it sparingly if we hit a moment of dead air and we need to <laughs> For some, a minute there I thought you were to get gonna get say going. tastefully. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, I'll, you got I'll better judgment taste than I
0: <laughs> Be careful though, depending on what soundboard you got, because it was like a minefield for me dodging the ones that looked racist. Uh and I I don't think I clicked on any racist ones accidentally. And that actually reminds me as I, I really should just um delete this app because I'm ashamed to have it on my phone.
1: I, I'm assuming we both have the same one. Is it the one that has the really green background? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. I, I yeah, opened it up some and racist racist now I can see what you mean about there. the uh having to dodge the ones that might be racist.
0: Okay. Video games
1: Video Let's games. get on with it
0: Video games The industry remains Yep We got some of the video games Ooh. The world still turns for better or worse What the hell's been going on in, the, in the world of video games
1: What's been going on in video games this week uh, Mass Effect Andromeda We got a bunch of news about that We got a trailer but you don't really see much in the trailer But we did get some bits of news alongside the trailer So Mass Effect Andromeda is not the start of a new Mass Effect trilogy but there will be yeah, mass right. effect games after it so I, I, I so don't really believe that it, it's it's an it's an entry in a series is that whole piece of news yeah yeah mass effect andromeda is a mass effect game yeah mass effect andromeda well will not be the end of this massively lucrative franchise probably yeah. so mm. I, when's andromeda coming out again the we don't have business? a firm launch date for it. We still it. don't like, have
0: a firm date. Well, it's next year, date, right? Okay.
1: Um, it's yeah. There's a date that keeps leaking in various forms. That's March 21st, but that's not official. Um, yeah. I know that it leaked some from some retailer this week. It it leaked a while ago as well from like an art book that's launching on the same date. So it's probably March 21st. Probably March
0: twenty first, okay. Yeah. And of course, you know, AAA video games subject to change. Um, okay, because I quite, I quite famously, at least it was famous back in the day. Quite famously, did not like the first Mass Effect at all, and consequently. Even though I, I've beaten the first Mass Effect before, consequently never played the others. And I've tried several times to replay the first one, and I'm like, I don't want to play the other one. Like, I've heard Mass Effect 2 is way better, and I might mm. like it more, but I'm like, I want to like this one first, damn it! Um, yeah. But I, I did note that uh, recently, I, th- I think it was this week, um, the Mass Effect games are now backwards compatible on Xbox One, officially. Yeah. And since EA, for some reason... It's weird. For some reason, they have no intention of doing a, a remaster of them, which is just odd, considering like, you'd think EA would be all over that. Uh, I'm mm. considering getting them again, because I would...
2: Game, like game to try Andromeda
0: when it comes out. Yeah. Gameplay
2: wise, Gym Two is light years ahead.
0: Exactly. Of
1: them. Like if there's, I mean, if, it's
2: uh, you could barely even call them the same game. They're so yeah, so that's different good. If uh, there's, combat-wise.
1: if there's perhaps one game in the industry that I wish we could go back and like have it remade with the the gameplay mechanics and engine of the sequel. Mass Effect. I think 1, it's yeah. Mass Effect One. Like Mass Effect One. Yeah. I love the narrative in that game, but it is painful to go back that's and play it. through I, it now. It's
2: been, and you know what it is? I, I, like I feel universe. like it's because of all the stats and stuff They were afraid to just make an outright shooter Like Mass Effect 2 was And they well, wanted yes. to please the he, hardcore RPG crowd Well here's so. the
0: problem Here's the problem with it This is at least my problem with it Maybe you know you, you folks would disagree But it seemed very self-contradictory Like it wanted mm. to be a cover using methodical shooter mm. That then threw a bunch of fast moving melee enemies at you Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it it's like it couldn't decide what it wanted to be It was this incredibly conflicted game and, mm-hmm. and none of the disparate elements worked well together And it completely threw me out of the experience
1: While all of that what? is true There's also the very important fact That I cannot stand in another elevator Just twirling the camera yes. around my characters <laughs> While nothing <laughs> happens because I forgot about that, the elevators that, The elevators are the thing that every time I'm like this is where I want to switch this game off. Is when I'm just mm. spinning a camera around my team, but, Laura, standing in T poses in like Laura, an elevator while the end of the world happens. Yes.
2: Do Do you remember how long the loading screens then were in Mass Effect Two? That was would, one of those. That I was. Would, we should have been careful what we wished for. More.
1: I would rather <laughs> have a loading screen because at least that is transparent about what it is. Like yeah. I get false hope when I'm in an elevator that it might just be an elevator. <laughs> Like, I, I don't want to live in a world Where I get into an elevator And like, a minute later I'm like Oh god no I'm trapped in one of those Mass Effect Loading elevators <laughs> When will I ever good... get off The one then... good thing the Mass Effect Elevators did
0: was there was a game That came out called Matt Hazard uh, Last Generation Um, Not really that well known now But it did have some buzz back in the day Yeah, Yeah, it's a game It was one of those self-aware games It was a game about a video game protagonist It was like
2: the the Bard's Tale of Shooters kind of thing Kind
0: of, yeah yeah. It was very self-aware It was a character who knew he was in a video game And there was just one moment Where you go in an elevator towards the end of the game You get in this elevator in this like penthouse or, or, Or resort house Or whatever it was And it lasts forever And then and and for no reason, and it's, it's not addressed until, like, right after what must have been at least a minute or, or maybe even two minutes, and the character just references how long the elevator's taken. <laughs> and it's not loading anything, they deliberately did it just to piss you off, and, and it was just that perfect level Aww. of fucking with the player that... In a game that otherwise wasn't that great, like, it wasn't that funny, and it wasn't that well-made, it was alright, but it really wasn't as good as it could have been, but that one moment was just perfectly observed genius that... Really, wouldn't be replicated now because the whole elevator thing's been forgotten about. But I oh, yeah. remember back in the day, it was a, it, it was you know meme level um, humor. Like everyone had a joke about the elevators in Mass Effect. Mm. Um, it, it is funny how things like that that are so ubiquitous.
2: Like if and I were to mention scan- that now, planet scanning as well,
0: planet scanning, and of course the fucking. Oh, what I used to refer to as the spunky bouncy car That fucking Mako thing so that slips and slides I, and I jumps like, you know the best? I
1: like both the planet scanning and the bouncy spunky car Laura, the do you best, do this the on The best purpose? way to,
2: <laughs> that I find to replay Mass Effect 1 nowadays Is to just put it on super easy mode and blast through it So yeah. I can watch the story
1: Exactly, Like at this point I don't want challenge from Mass game- Effect 1 I just want to yeah. remake
2: those choices Exactly, because the gameplay in that game, in my opinion, just isn't fun enough to merit the challenge. No, well, like whereas Mas- in Mass Effect Two, I mean, I finished that one on yeah. the hardest mode, and it was really good fun. You know,
1: Mass Effect but, uh, is one of my favourite series to date in video games, and I still like. I remember the fact that I tried playing Mass Effect One maybe three times, and like put it back down and didn't go any further. I never made it to becoming a Spectre in my first three attempts at playing that game, because I just, I was not enjoying it mechanically. And I love that series now, but I don't blame anyone who picks up Mass Effect 1 and goes, eh, I am not enjoying this. Yeah, that was my issue with it. I played it to completion, but had a really bad
0: time with it, and it it turned me off. Um, It turned me off that... uh, Bioware as well uh, and it took several years for me to actually get into liking Bioware games uh, after it um, and I think that's another reason why I'd like to try Mass Effect 2 is um, is that I'm warmer to Bioware's gameplay style now mm. so I feel like that would uh, help Plus, me enjoy
2: it more. Mass Effect 2 is just a much more straight shooter you know yeah. it's not it, the stats and stuff just aren't really they're in there but they don't really do much so it's much they had the opportunity to tighten up the shooting a lot and make it much more um what's the word tactile
1: it feels a lot responsive. more it feels a lot more akin in its gameplay to a modern fps than mm-hmm. uh i think mass effect 1's problem is that it feels like an rpg trying to do shooter mechanics um yeah. so uh, other than that we did get a little bit more andromeda news um so, you know how Mass Effect 3 had all those endings that were definitely going to impact uh, the future of the universe and like make big changes to all of space and time in 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 the Mass Effect world.
2: It won't be addressed. It yes.
1: won't be addressed and they've explained <laughs> they've explained how it's <laughs> going to not be addressed and it feels like a bit of a cop out but something that they understandably like had to do if they were going to make a sequel to that yeah. trilogy. Basically. When they
2: kind of wrote it into a corner, didn't yeah. they? Yeah,
1: so the, the way they've written themselves out of that corner is Well, the Andromeda is a ship that all of the people on it are being put into cryo sleep And, you know, being sent 600 years away And this ship left Earth pretty much like after the end of Mass Effect 2 But before the start of Mass Effect 3 So, uh, yeah, the people on this ship have were not awake they were in cryo sleep during the end of Mass Effect 3 they left just early enough to get outside of the galaxy so that when like the big explosion of red blue or green happened it didn't affect mm. them or their ship the reapers just conveniently never went to this corner of space where andromeda is set and like none of what happened in Mass Effect has any bearing on it none of the choices you like none of the 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 species from that corner of space Ever came to where Andromeda is set And Andromeda is just 600 years away Far too far away for any of that To matter except it has all the same races But the ones that are now Like Variants on those races just won't come there
2: Yeah because there are four There are four ships There's the big one which I think has lots of species And then there are three Smaller ships that each have a species each yeah, that's what I heard. So,
0: so we're going to
2: get Arturians and Asari's. And yeah, exactly. I like Orians. the pink
0: things.
1: I like the pink jellyfish things. Big um, stupid
2: jellyfish.
1: I I have just a sec. Oh, it's it's not up in my bloody office. Um, what is that? What are the really big slow? Um, Elcor oh, Elcor um, Elcor yeah, I remember some, them. Someone at GamerX gave enthusiasm. Yes, Elcor. someone someone at GamerX gave me a cuddly Elcor that speaks and you squeeze no. it and it depressingly tells you like
2: it is with depression that I tell you
1: I love you. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's adorable and I love it and it's down it's down in my bedroom it's wonderful so Yeah I'm excited to just have more Mass Effect now and I kind of like the thought that we're gonna get a Mass Effect that isn't part of a trilogy where it's just hey you get your choices that will make an impact on this small contained story and we're not gonna try and carry it across multiple games
2: Oh, right. Laura, it's going to be... This isn't part of a trilogy. It's the start of our new annual Mass Effect releases Assassin's Creed style. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, it's, no it's, more.
1: Yeah, it's not the start of a trilogy. It's the start of it's the Mass the Effect quadrilogy. <laughs> yeah, it's I the I not more annualized things. Hey, Jim, do you not want the octilogy of, of <sighs> Mass Effect? <sighs> Mass Effect Andromeda 8. This time it's personal. No, give me
0: a chance to get two out of the way and then I'll... See how I feel, but I'm just I'm so burnt out on annual anything now yeah cynicism
2: mm. cynicism aside though i'm super psyched for a, a new mass effect i'm really yeah. excited to get back I, into well, at least they've
0: had a lot of years in between this and three like it's yeah. been a long ass time they, since they, three
1: they, and the, the pain has
2: somewhat worn off
1: <laughs> i think they definitely like needed a gap whether pe- for the people that liked it and for the people that don't they needed to take that yeah. step away yeah. so
0: well this I, is what i was thinking about with infinite warfare which i i i, I beat the campaign i'm partway through writing my review now, which will be up by the time this goes out. Um, I'd have liked that campaign more, I think, if if I hadn't played a Call of Duty game every year for the past ten years. Mm.
2: like Well, it's down 50% it, in sales from last yeah, year, isn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still obviously 50% from the biggest selling game in the universe is still pretty fucking big. They're still doing mm. really well, but yeah, they're down. Like People are kind of... It, it's just not an event anymore. Like... C- these games used to be events, and I mm. like it when games come out and they feel like like they mean something. But mm. Call of Duty, like last year, I, I referred to the series as just, it's a disposable condom. It's like you slap it on, you have fun, you throw it away. It's It doesn't mean <laughs> anything. And, and I don't know, I just, I like my games to... It's like I got Dishonored 2 waiting for me in the other room, and that means something. Because mm. I played the first Dishonored several years ago now, and had a fucking blast with it and and this one it just just the right amount of time has, has passed for my appetite to be thoroughly hoetted so i'm i'm into that
2: very i'm very glad they skipped i'm glad they skipped um skipped a year with assassin's creed as well this year i think it'll 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 be that little bit more exciting when they actually yeah. come out with a new, new one I mean, next year
0: I think they dulled the impact by A, having a movie, and B, having the Ezio collection. Yeah. But it definitely needed a gap year, and that's what I said of, in, of Infinite Warfare. Like Infinite Warfare's campaign is the best campaign in a long-ass time, mm. but it would have benefited even more if there'd have just been a year, two, maybe even three years without any Call of Duty uh and and i feel the same is true for and I, the same is true for assassin's creed like i thought syndicate that that by far is the most fun i've had with an assassin's creed game but yeah, it meant syndicate so much is, less to me because there'd been so many other ac games
2: it's mechanically probably the best out of all the assassin's creed games and um, i think so yeah like mm. with the stealth and stuff how you could approach from multiple angles and things and Sadly so many players will have just Assassin's Creed in their mind is that thing Where you follow people and if you step one foot Off the track you fail instantly mm. And the fact that the series Isn't like that anymore but they haven't really Communicated that to anyone properly and yeah. Or maybe people are just tired of it, it I th- I think, Every year
1: I think when you release a new game Every year you don't really Leave much uh, much room for that messaging to get out That something has yeah. changed drastically Because you want and people to it's th- not what the You want people to think It's yeah. the same thing that you bought last year mm-hmm. And you liked last year Therefore you yeah. don't want to shake that marketing up too much And then people don't know that it changed Well this is uh, again another problem With Call of Duty which is they, don't,
0: they, they clearly want fresh new ideas, but they're terrified of breaking too far away, so it's, it's a game of half measures. It's, oh, we want to be like Titanfall, we've got double jumping, we've got wall running, we don't have any fucking levels designed to support it, so mm. it's just this meaningless accoutrement, but we've got it, mm. uh, and, and that's, that's a real issue for these games, and it's not like the publishers care.
2: Especially when cause... you consider it used to be the other way around, that everything took... Call of Duty's ideas and now it seems to be Trying to pick other yes. games ideas Well this is what we
0: saw with Resident Evil 6 as well Like mm. uh, the, Resident Evil 6 may not have Invented survival horror but it brought it Bursting into the mainstream mm. Resident Evil was the fucking horror Game of it's time and mm. then co- Re- Resident Evil 6 comes out and it's Just a mishmash of other people's Shit and it's sad to see the games Go this way but again like the publishers Don't care because they still make a ton of money So they don't care that their games Become less and less interesting And less and less relevant and important mm. With each year, so long as they're still making money Hand over fist, and the moment they don't make that money They throw it in the trash did, And it's it's a sad situation
2: Did you uh, play the Modern Warfare Remaster Multiplayer? <laughs> no, I it's... will, buy, I will
0: <laughs> buy Modern Warfare Remastered When it's available for sale on its own I'm not yeah. buying well, it Uh, chained to something else
2: it's still a glorious awful wonderful rage inducing clusterfuck of a multiplayer game
0: (laughs) i loved that was the game that i've said this before on the podcast i think that was the game that got me into online multiplayer that was the game that i actually started to do quite decently at and was like okay well this is cool Uh, which again makes me doubly sad that the as of Infinite Warfare, I've decided that even though I review these things, I'm just not doing the multiplayer anymore. Like, it's incomprehensible, stonewalling gibberish now, because it's just been... (laughs) It's been focus-tested and honed to appeal to this dedicated hardcore base, the people who prestige in 24 hours, and already at launch, like, I jump in and they're already, like, Dozens of levels above me, and they've got really expensive shiny looking guns and I just
1: get well you get know my they can buy those in. guns
2: as well now, which is a huge turn yeah,
1: off. so it's, it's okay, Jim it's join me that... join me in the little corner of the world while we play the single player campaigns in first person shooters, and we never touch the multiplayer.' It's well, a, honestly it's a beautiful I've, place to be
2: that's that's it's kind of where been... I'm at at the moment as well. I mean, I tried modern warfare. One because I mean that was my favorite ever online shooter, but it was literally three games in. I was like, "Yeah, it's great the way it was, but yeah. it's not for me anymore." <laughs> That's
0: it. Like Call of Duty, it's, it's I can't go back now. Um, yeah. And if I need multiplayer, like Titanfall Two and Battlefield One have been. Way, they're way more welcoming. Like I can mm-hmm. pick those up casually and enjoy them. I can pick up. Um, you know, as as criticized as the game was, and as deserved as the criticism is. I can still pick up, like, Star Wars Battlefront after months of having not done it and feel eased back into it. Like, I'll still hold my own and do okay in it and then get back to where I was in terms of doing pretty damn well at the game. Um, But this, like, it's just such a cold reception when you start it now. Um, I said mm. in the review it's like opening up a, a Song of Ice and Fire Like just getting the book Opening it up at a random page and saying I'm going to start the story from here mm. Like I just can't can't Get a purchase on it they've,
2: they've changed how the maps work as well And playing the two The two new Call of Duty Multiplayers i.e. The, the remaster And the new one really shows how much they've changed The maps which is actually a huge part of why I think the game doesn't work anymore because Call of of Duty 4 and even Modern Warfare 2 and some of those, to some extent, Black Ops, had the kind of classic three-lane map. You had your routes, and if you were good and had your map knowledge, you could dominate a game that way. But in the newer ones, they designed the levels in a very random way with a ton of routes upstairs and downstairs and windows everywhere, so you never really know where you're going to get shot from, which evens out the playing field a lot, and I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, there but was a lot of That's frustrating for people as well, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, there was a lot of instances like in the brief amount of time I was playing the multiplayer before I was like, "Fuck this!" Mm. Uh, where I um, spawned and was just killed straight away because mm. I spawned right where there was just a dude there, mm. just just an enemy there.
2: Well the spawns like, have it just always seems been like atrocious chaos. in Call of Duty. But, I can't believe they haven't bad, fixed I don't that think. after all this time.
0: Maybe I'm just misremembering, but I remember it being at least. More easy to deal with than it is now, because mm. now it's just it's that com- combined with the the map design, where mm. it's just like there's shit happening everywhere. I can't follow this. I I want to go to back to to Battlefield One, where even though that's also like you know chaos and, and mm-hmm. anarchy on the battlefield, it's by design. And there's still enough in terms of objectives and what you do with your class and everything that mm. that you can ease your way in and not feel completely overwhelmed immediately. With mm. with Call of Duty, it's like you've got to know everything straight away or you're just fucked. Yeah. Whereas with other games, with well-designed multiplayer games that aren't coasting off the success of a decade ago, they they know how to welcome a player. They know how to tell a player, you know, this is what you do, this is how it goes... Um, you know, And you, you, you will still struggle It's not like it's just pick up and play And instantly be as good as someone Who's been playing it a long time mm. But you're given enough And the maps are designed well enough And the weapons you have um, Especially your starting weapons Are adequate enough to where I can deal with this and get good with, with, with Call of Duty Nowadays I feel there's no getting good It's just getting your fucking Skull shot off because there's some 12-year-old who's been playing it seven days a week, 24 hours a day since it came out. Yeah. Why isn't your mum sending you to school?
1: <laughs> oh, maybe a
0: triple. That <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but that said, I do kind of like the campaign. Um, it, it starts off very weak and gets surprisingly effective.
2: That's what I um, heard, yeah.
0: Surprisingly hmm. effective There are themes running throughout that game That start off so subtle you think they're introduced With no build But if you're paying attention then the build's all there The SDF who I first wrote off As oh god they've got another generic Military bad guy force who, with, with the same The usual abbreviated three Initials that they always have With um, Jon Snow as their boss With Snow as their boss um, Eventually like, you learn little bits about them. And again, it's it's more subtle than I'd like. Subtle's good, but Call of Duty shouldn't be too subtle about things. Um, you only really learn things when Jon Snow occasionally appears or when you die and you get a little text about some of the SDF's culture. But they are very, very similar to the Helghast from Killzone. Um, they've got this sort of collectivist culture and they will throw themselves at enemies like they're disposable. Um, like uh, Kit Harrington regularly says, death's not a disgrace. And you've got the heroes and the main character who doesn't want to lose a single soldier, but keeps getting forced into situations where sacrifices will have to be made. And it's this really wonderfully designed dichotomy between uh the two main characters between the main antagonist and protagonist Mm. um that i just wish the game had had the courage to have explored further and devoted more time to instead of Mm. shit people are getting bored let's get them in a spaceship
2: yeah Um, and also i i I really wish i hadn't played it straight after titanfall because uh mm. titanfall 2's campaign and i'm gonna have to agree with laura on this it's Kind of one of the best shooters I've played in years. It's up it's there with Doom. The and as bollocks, d- it's so good. It's, Every it's, single gunfight uh, in that campaign felt different yeah, in some way. The I single yeah,
0: they never.
1: Sorry, go on. Sorry, Laurie. No, no, no. You do.
2: That's alright. You go. Do you? Warfare. Do you
1: talking?
0: I was just going to say they don't. They don't keep repeating tricks. Mm. It's like you get a time travel thing, which is one of the. Cleverer time travel devices I've seen in a game
2: That level um, is amazing
0: in, Yeah like it, it's a time travel thing That changes the environment It doesn't reverse you or anything mm. um, And you're just flitting between Present and past instantly And mm. I don't think I've seen it done that way Before certainly not with that level Of speed and, they, and, and snappiness
2: They do it elegantly as well They don't yes. turn it into a big puzzle maze They They no. literally you use it to do Your cool acrobatics and shit It's really really yeah. well done
0: and they they constantly have the np like the enemies you're fighting react to it, so you feel yeah. really cool doing it. But they don't then make that the rest of the game. It's mm. got its moment, and, and it's then gone. they move on to a very like a new trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. valve actually.
2: Is uh, um. So it, 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 I just remember one part where in one timeline I was fighting these um, animal kind of things, and in the other yeah. timeline I was fighting. The soldiers, all at the same time, and it was so cool and chaotic. Switching, trying to reposition yourself where you could get kind of the jump on both of them uh, from different areas and different times. And I was, I was like, "This is this is so clever." <laughs> yeah, Has that's. I mean, done that before. I think did Singularity do that before?
0: Singularity dabbled with it, um, but Sing- Singularity, which is a game that I think is fantastic, by the way, I think that's mm. one of the most criminally underrated games of the last generation. Um Certainly didn't do it this snappily. It didn't do it with this much. Um, the word "slick" is so overused by game critics, but it, it's pertinent here. Mm. The level design in Titanfall Two is honestly some of the best shit yeah. around. Yeah. It, it is so impressive. It so made impressive. me think of Portal at points. At points, mm. yeah, I think mm. so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a puzzle game, but mm. I think the same philosophy. Mm. If not mechanically, the same philosophy uh, of, of Valve's game is present in mm. Titanfall 2's campaign Is it built um, on
2: Source? Because to my eyes it looked, it felt like it was on the Source engine Which may have increased the, the portlesque feel for me I don't know, uh, someone correct me if out. I'm wrong
0: I, I'll, I can correct you today, yeah. let's find out Titanfall um, 2, normally the wiki tells you the engine um, well, While you're
2: looking that up the one thing I did not like in the story was sauce. You were right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I knew it looked like um, Portal and Half Life, but um, the fucking ending was so predictable and hammy, and like, oh come on! They oh really? yes, even it, right yeah. down to the post-credits scene. Yes, yeah, you could, could have predicted all point. of this. The first five minutes, it's, you 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 like <laughs> played the game. It's
1: a predictable <laughs> yeah. end point, but the journey yeah. is worthwhile. Like, it's a good journey yeah. to oh, a I predictable mean, end. The journey
0: is good, I just wish that I wasn't like Set through the credits going Lazy, lazy Because oh, the game yes. isn't lazy And doesn't Spe- deserve me saying S- that But
2: Speaking of the credits and lazy The Irish character Sipping whiskey from a hip flask Come on guys, really That's two games in a month now Mafia and uh, Mafia Titan 3's Ball.
0: was terrible <laughs> Every NPC Irish you go past like
2: Water, water, everywhere, everywhere And not guns. a drop to
0: drink <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a drop. Like uh, really, oh, really, this goodness. this is the culturally sensitive game that that we're all proud of, isn't it? Yeah. And, and make no mistake, I think Mafia Three is bold in many areas with regards to its tackling of of social issues. But god damn, the Irish mob in that game! Oh. <laughs> and it, it wouldn't be so bad if if they said that. That one particular phrase about Oh the whiskey, oh, oh the drop to drink If they'd have said that like Once every You know, dozen times you meet them But it's like for one sound file they have <laughs> And I think they actually Have more than one voice saying it Although I could be wrong um, But it's like well, you they know, couldn't that's, be bothered that's, that's to write whole lines here. We for just them.
2: walk around talking about our whiskey Randomly on the street
0: Yeah, yeah you just <laughs> see a guy walk past And you go, hey I've got some whiskey <laughs> um, That's a shame but, uh. Yeah, yeah, video games.
1: Uh, what else do we. It's a ha- shame Timefall 2 won't sell well.
2: Yeah. Oh man, what a, what a, what a travesty that all, that was released yeah. when it did.
1: Yeah, it's already sounding like it has been a pretty big failure in terms of, like, early sales. The, yeah. the number of people playing think... online is scarily low.
2: And who employed fucking Peter Griffin as its social media manager? Seriously. <laughs> Oh gosh you know, yeah. it, This game um, deserves so I better than a shitty Twitter account And I, I a hate shitty to, release um,
0: window I hate to interrupt um, With a real interruption As opposed to the normal bullshit weird interruptions We end up doing yeah. um, I think my game developer Who I'm doing voice acting for Did not account for uh, clocks Oh uh, and, and they're telling when, me they're ready to were go Were they expecting you ten minutes oh. ago Um I am... <sighs> I'm curious as to whether because my time is so fucked right now. Um and I'm I'm curious to see what might happen if you two were to just continue. Uh, oh, and, a podquisition that where Jim's. And what, a not here for a podquisition without Jim in it would would be interesting, I think. We could we, try it. We
1: could try it. How how long do you reckon you're gonna be gone for, Jim? I'm I might I tell you what, I'll I'll say au
0: revoir, but not goodbye. Um, okay. Well, so well, I might not be back. I might be back. Um, <laughs> but but I I I would I would tell these people to to sack it off. But uh, at, at a future date, I'll tell you why I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 mostly because this- the the trouble we have had getting this session recorded is so. It's so storied and long and ridiculous that... I've got to get this done. That's okay. I've got to you, get this out Jim can
1: go do this, but I think that America should be aware that this this is the America you have now. World, an America where Jim <laughs> leaves Podquisition halfway through. Ugh.
2: This is yeah. un, this is unprecedented.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it actually is. I mean, this is the first podcast I think I've ever been involved with where mm. I'm I'm the one not present. Yeah. But, well, I was here for, for a, a good chunk of it.
1: We um, like America.
2: I... There is no precedent for
1: everyone. For everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. For everyone listening, like we recorded an hour early today to make sure Jim could make it. So, okay, Jim, yeah. you go do your thing. Mm-hmm. We'll yes. hopefully we'll, see we'll, you we'll before t- the end. T- we'll we'll have we'll have me and and Gavin's lovely story so, time.
2: Laura, before we go on, because I usually do this when you two are rambling about Nintendo, I'm going to run out, fill up my pint of water. And go for a wee wee, and then we'll we'll get on with well, things. That, yeah. Well, that
1: works fine. Are you, Jim, right. are you here to to vamp with me for a minute until Gab gets back? Because otherwise, <laughs> um, otherwise, it's just going to be me playing with the meme soundboard, and well, that's well, we fine. We can just
2: pause it. And
1: <laughs> no, it's fine. Like while I wait for Gab to come back from his pee, I'll just Yeah, I'm gonna have to run. I'm are gonna be have to As quick as I
2: can, Laura.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry, listeners. I'm sorry I introduced her to that. I'm going to go, um, and maybe I'll see you in
1: a bit, but I'll definitely see you next time. Okay, this, Bye. Is, this is the beautiful dance party you're leaving, Jim. <laughs> oh, hello, listeners. This is time for Laura to be here by herself. By myself, I'm talking in the third person. This is the kind of thing that happens when I'm left alone. How are you doing, listeners? Uh, I. I'm going to tell you some stories about my office, because... Uh, What else can I do? So there is currently a giant Cuddly sleeping Pikachu Plush in the corner of my office Because yesterday I went To a Pokemon trading card Game tournament that was Happening for press and I won! I beat a bunch Of people at Pokemon trading cards So I won myself a A big sleepy Pikachu Which is currently presiding on The big comfy chair in my office As the the thing that is comfortable and that I can just give a big hug should there be any reason I would want to give anything a hug you know um I also what is what is there in my office I've got my weird this this is this is weird audio story time i need I need Gavin to come back. I've got my weird homestuck schmuppet with its giant bulbous buttocks that's that's there you back, Gav. I'm back. Ah, Gavin's back. Hurrah! Right. So it's just... I'm
2: sure. I'm sure we can fill up 20 minutes rambling, Laura.
1: Oh, we can make this happen. I am excited to see what happens when, you know, we can have a conversation uninterrupted by that... Fucking asshole, Jim, you know
2: That guy who comes on to our our podcast
1: Exactly, you know what's going to happen Everyone's going to love the bit where it's just us talking And you know, get to Pogquisition 105 And we'll have kicked Jim off We'll be like, fuck you, we don't need you anymore Jim It's our show now (laughs) (laughs) So we have some other little bits of news this week Um, I'm trying to look for some ones that you might have some interest in So uh we don't know much about it but uh you know that game company the people that made Journey Oh yeah they started teasing their new game this week did you oh, see the uh, nice. the teaser images they put up No I didn't Uh what, they uh, they put up it... some bits of concept art like it's a bunch of like humanoid creatures holding hands on some like nice flowery field and there's this like sort of glowing portalish gate made of uh made of some stones to make a doorway and it's sort of glowing through this little portal and we yeah. have no idea what this game is but i'm super mm. excited that they're making stuff still because it's been so long since journey. Yeah,
2: I, how old is Journey now? It must be like 5 years or so. Uh, is
1: it? I have no idea. It's I I feel like it's older than we think it is. It's like two I think it might have been like 2008 or
2: something. Jesus. I'm I'm looking up uh, what what is the name of Oh, they... it's it's not that
1: old. It was 2012, so it's uh, it's four, mm, four years, years, four years old now, which uh, four yeah. and a half years, which is still like that's a long time to have a new game to wait for a new game from a studio that makes relatively small experiences. Mm. That being said, I'm super glad that they're not rushing things out the door because yeah. Journey is goddamn fucking beautiful, and I really want to see another like. Nine or ten out of ten game from them,
2: oh, absolutely, like I think we've talked about this before as well, like journey for me is one of the few games ever that I would say was close to perfect. It was just mm. and I know a lot of people don't really l- like the game, and that's f- totally fair you're You're welcome to to not enjoy it as well, but for me, that game was such a beautiful experience, and I told you about my first time playing it, did I, when I lost my partner right at the end. In the, in the beautiful <laughs> waterfall part I was like, no!
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I think the beauty of that game Is that, you know It's it's not perfect I understand the people that complain Like, oh, it doesn't feel like there's enough gameplay in it But mm. I feel like it is mechanically Accessible While yeah. also being like Very good at telling a beautiful visual Story without Relying on language to do so yeah, exactly. Um, like, the fact that it told that story entirely just in, like, in visuals and music, and mm. the fact that my girlfriend, who doesn't really play much in terms of video games, was able to play through it in its entirety and enjoy it the whole way through, um, mm. is, really, is really strong. Also, I really love the fact that, like, I love that it's only, what, like, two, two and a half hours. Like, it feels yeah, like the exactly, perfect yeah. length for that experience, so...
2: And- and what and what a like lovely f- bond of friendship it lets you create with a, a complete stranger who you'll never meet. You know, it's like
1: that. That is beautiful until you finish the game and find out that you've been going through with uh, bang your mum meme lord four twenty the whole <laughs> way through the game. Yeah,
2: but but banged your mum meme lord four twenty. Help me. All through the game, so thanks for that.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: I was very sad when I lost you on that waterfall. Yeah, it I It made know. the ending it, so bittersweet. It, it oh, was, and the music. It was Austin such, Wintry's music. Oh my oh.
1: god, Austin Wintory's music Stunning. is unbelievably beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I what, very, what,
2: what, oh yeah, no, you go ahead. I'll, I'll um, say after.
1: I recently picked up the vinyl soundtrack for Journey, and oh god, it's so beautiful.
2: Um, one of the biggest ego trips I've ever had with my uh, music project was when he heard my journey song and loved it.
1: Oh, that's going <laughs> to be that a, like, that's going to be a shit. real boost to the
2: confidence. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that when, was when a hell you, of an ego boost.
1: When you become like super best friends with Austin Wintery, can you just like uh, you know get him to? Can you get him to make the soundtrack to, to, write to my Laura's life? Theme. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I want the nice piece of theme music. I can walk around in life to Um
2: I I guarantee if you Google it, there's a song called Laura's Theme out there somewhere. Oh, there's got to be.
1: Probably, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> so we had we had that little bit of news. Um, we also had the PS4 Pro is coming out now, and I've got my hands on one. Oh, have yeah. you Have you had a chance to see one of these yet?
2: No, I I'm undecided on it. I mean, it, it, is it going to be worth the upgrades?
1: So here's here's the thing. Having played like I've played now three or four games that have PS4 Pro support. Um,
2: yeah. Probably
1: the one I've put the most time into so far um, is Infamous First Light, that uh, the sort of standalone expansion for Infamous that came out
2: oh with the um, better with the better character
1: yeah the one with the cool neon powers and stuff what's so call, what's um your name? uh fetch i think her name fetch, was no. yeah so yeah. here's the thing games on the ps4 pro undeniably look better and perform mm. better than they do on the ps4 standard now yes. whether they perform better like have better frame rate or performance or things like that is entirely on a game by game basis There is no standard for what sort of Improvements should be made so Mileage is going to vary by game yeah. Which there is weird
2: mixed, uh, There seems to be mixed Signals on like what kind of frame rates It's doing I mean I know uh, GameSpot put up a Shadow of Mordor video And said it was 60fps and I looked uh, I was like this, this isn't This couldn't be 60. And I looked at the comments and all the comments were shitting Mm. all over. It's like, this is not 60 frames per second. The
1: problem is, like, some games are running natively 60 on the Pro. Some of them are doing motion interpolation and, like, making extra frames to get it to 60 without being natively 60. There's a lot of very weird stuff that's non-standardized game to game. Uh, Like, what Mm. I will say in terms of, like, visual quality, games look better if you have a tv that is capable of showcasing like that has hdr support and 4k you're gonna notice a bump in resolution um if you have just a standard 1080p hd tv you're probably going to notice if you're sitting like if you're sitting at like monitor distance from it you will probably still notice a bump in texture detail and the sort of like the like uh using first light as a good example when you're sprinting through the city the the sort of sparking visual neon effects there is definitely more detail to them even on a ten eighty p set
2: that's an extremely impressive looking game even yeah. uh, even at launch
1: exactly very it it looks better if you look at them side by side, it definitely looks better. But if, you, if you've if you got a 1080p TV Rather than a 4K one I doubt that the difference Is going to be notable If you're sat at like a sofa To TV kind of distance Most mm-hmm. games you're not really Going to notice a difference for your upgrade It's only really Going to make a difference on a lot of games If you're either on a 4K screen Or you're sat at The sort of distance you would for a, for a PC Monitor yeah. Otherwise like there's going to be a lot of use cases where games don't run any better, have minor texture upgrades that you might notice on a 1080p screen, but they're going to be it's going to be limited how much you'll notice them. Yeah, and then so being sat away of, from me, the screen, you might just not see it.
2: For me and people who have PCs, it's probably only going to be used for PS4 exclusives that you want to look really pretty, which mm. When you're a PC gamer, doesn't happen very often. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen very well, No, I know I sound like a, a, a big a leader's master racer there, but it's just the fact no, is, it, you know...
1: that's fair enough, yeah. Um, it's not
2: going to outperform a PC.
1: Yeah, as, as someone that has... I have a 4K HDR TV, but I have a very low-end one. I bought one of, like, the, the budget 4K TVs, and... Mm. I I've used like HDMI splitters to basically be like let's look at this on two different resolutions of screen if I can and yeah it definitely looks better on on a 4K screen mm. on a 1080p screen you you're sometimes going to be hard pressed to notice the difference so
2: I think that's I think that, like yeah. the um, like like the switch I think the tell is going to be what exclusives it gets
1: Yeah. Well, what they if
2: Sony have loads of great exclusives coming up in the next couple of years, then it's probably going to be worth getting to put them in the best quality.
1: Possibly, but if you've got a 1080p TV and you don't won't notice the difference. Like they've said that all of their games are going to come to both, so
2: Mm. yeah. But are any of the games going to have stuff like uh, improved frame rate, or is it all just going to be HD?
1: Some allegedly already have improved frame rate. I'm due, yeah. Stuff like Shadow of Mordor, apparently it runs better. I'm not seeing it from what I've seen, but.
2: I also didn't see that from what I saw. So,
1: like, there's no standard that would lead us to think, like, oh, you can expect better performance. Mm. So, you're going to have, like, there's going to be a very mixed bag as to whether you get better frame rates or anything. Right now, I would say just wait it out and see, like, is there a specific game that you want to play that, like, the reviews are saying, hey, it, it's 30 frames a second on, on the standard PS4, but it's running 60 on the Pro. That yeah. might be a reason to upgrade. Otherwise, probably probably not necessary to run out and get it right now. Yeah. So I, I, I'm guessing that's probably what you expected to hear.
2: Yeah, pretty much, yeah And I would expect, I, I'm i also expecting a similar response to the Scorpio when, when that comes out Ah, uh, the
1: Scorpio, like The Scorpio seems like they're making more of a push to make it more powerful Like, it's probably going to be a bigger leap But yeah. it's still probably going to be limited to If you're not using a 4K TV Then you're going to miss out on a lot of what's go- what it's doing Yeah Um, so uh here's the bit where I can force you to listen to some Pokemon related news because it's just me and you. No! I know, how dare I force you? Um but but it's okay because it's a story where we get to talk about Nintendo being stupid. So that uh, that's okay. what you get to wait for No, don't
2: for. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't appropriate the Gav hates Nintendo myth.
1: <laughs> um so here's the thing: uh Pokemon Go got an update this week. That increased the spawning rates and variety of Pokemon that people were seeing People got very excited about this for a minute Because mm. one of the big problems with the game is if you live in a rural area Like, there's just no Pokemon to catch And that yeah. sucks And people were like, oh my goodness, I opened the game in my rural town And suddenly there were a bunch of like rare and varied Pokemon everywhere And this is great, I'm so thankful they updated the game like this And then it was revealed that this is a temporary measure that's only happening for, like, three or four days as some promotion and then they're going to, like, switch it back off again. Uh, So people in rural areas got, like, a glimmer of hope that Pokemon Go was going to be playable for them and then it's getting snatched away.
2: Well, what's... um, Now, have you any idea what the logic behind that could be? No, they... I mean, I know it's Nintendo so it doesn't apply, but...
1: Uh, their logic was, well, we've update- done an update that's gonna incentivize people playing daily, so to celebrate that, we're gonna have an unrelated change- like, patch to the- the spawn rates of Pokémon that's only temporary. And we're gonna use that to celebrate our standard patch, because the thing that they actually patched in- Is that now The first time you catch a Pokemon And the first time you go to a Pokestop each day You get a heavily Improved bonus for doing so Mm. To encourage Mm. like And you get like more of them if you do it Seven consecutive days in a row So they're trying to encourage people to play it Daily again and That's fine but for some reason They did a weird four day promotion to celebrate That where it's like hey the game's playable For people in rural areas Oh no it's not (laughs) Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh Nintendo. Oh Nintendo. Silly Nintendo. Um So yeah, I think that's it for like new stuff. Have you played anything this week you want to talk about, Gav?
2: Um, no, I I like just finished Titanfall, did more Skyrim remastered, which is exactly as you'd expect it to be. It's more Skyrim but a bit prettier. All good with me. <laughs> And yeah. I played some of that there Call of Duty campaign, which like Jim said was a pretty good campaign. This pretty is, impressed with this it. It's a
1: pretty good shooter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um I
2: did I did cringe a bit when I saw Connor McGregor though. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, he's, like really... he's he's a little shoehorned in, but you Can know. Can I not
2: get away from his face for like ten minutes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh, well, you mentioned uh, Skyrim a minute ago. I did get to try because yeah. uh, I was at PAX Australia last week, where I very very sleepily tried to record an episode with us. Um, yeah. But being being at PAX, I got to try. Did you see that they're making physical Skyrim sweet rolls? Oh my god,
2: no. This yeah, is amazing. Yeah, this
1: is a real thing. They come in a box that has, like, plus five to, like, hunger reduction and plus one to vitality on the side of the box in the Skyrim font. Um,
2: I, I, I'm going to fly to Britain just so I can steal your one.
1: <laughs> oh, I ate it while I was in Australia. Don't you, you worry about pint. that. You my I'm
2: going to steal your sweet roll.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, they made, like, sweet roll replicas and they basically had a separate line packs where they're like, this is the line to go into packs." Here is the line. If you want a sweet roll, um, it tasted. I wonder
2: will they make some branded Nordmead.
1: I I would love it if they did. Um, it tasted kind of how I imagine a bakery item that's a couple of hundred years old would taste. <laughs> um, not not in that it tastes like it's a hundred a couple of hundred years old, but it tastes like the recipe is pretty old. So it um, t- t-
2: tasted like an old drogger scrotum.
1: No, no, it's not. Okay, I'm am go- going to say what the flavor is and you'll understand what I mean in a minute. It's it it tastes overwhelmingly of butter. Ew. And like to a ridiculous degree. Like it's not like damp. It is a yeah. very dry bread, like it it feels like an old style like dry breaded sweet bread. Yeah. But the flavor is overwhelmingly we flavored this with butter. Um and the the icing feels like oddly solid and it feels like it feels like something that was made with an 18th century recipe. It was not Fair unpleasant. Enough. Yeah. But I was expecting was more sweet? of like it was sweet, yes, but I was expecting it to be more sugary and less yeah. buttery. Um it yeah, it was weird. It was not as uh fulfilling as I had hoped. It yeah, was that
2: doesn't really sound appealing to me, now. Yeah,
1: so th- I, I thought I'd let you know that before you ran the whole way to like to my house to come and steal a sweet roll that I've already eaten. <laughs> that that I thought that might be worth a go. Um <laughs> But I... I can't,
2: I, I'll see about cancelling that flight I just booked
1: <laughs> um, I played a few interesting games though While I was at PAX um, mm-hmm. So I played one that's a VR game Called The American Dream And this is from the people who made uh, Were you aware of that game Screen Sheets, The local oh. multiplayer game Where all of the people are invisible And you have to look at oh, each no. other's co-ops Like their split screens To work out where they are and
2: shoot them no, but that sounds kind of oh, cool. Oh,
1: okay, if you're not aware of that, like, Screen Cheats is a really cool game. It is, like, local multiplayer. You've got to look at people's screens to work out where they are, because they're invisible, and try and shoot them based on what you can see from their viewpoint. It's super that's cool. Um cool idea. Um, yeah. But the people who made that have made a VR game that's basically the stereotypical view of Americans <clears> as gun-toting <throat> 1950s, like... Grumble, grumble. We fix every problem with guns, and basically, you you go through like a a minecart journey through different sections of nineteen fifties American life, fixing your problems with guns. So, okay. for example, it would be like, "Hey, you are a baby in nineteen fifties America. We're going to teach you your ABCs using guns." Uh it it has a really good sense of humor to it. Uh the shooting mechanics were very nice. Um whenever you have to reload, there are there are buttons on either side of this like virtual chair that you hit the buttons and in slow motion magazines will like fly out in front of you and you have to like throw the gun like move the guns so that like the, the magazine will go in the bottom of the handle in slow motion. It feels really bloody cool. So I know Yeah, it was a very amusing shooting gallery in 1950s Gun America. Uh, What else did I play that was interesting? Um, I saw this game called Orwell, um, which is about a near-future government that has pretty perfect uh, surveillance software, but they have morally agreed that the government cannot monitor it themselves. So let's say there's a terrorist attack or something, and they have a suspect... They will get a member of the public in And be like, you are impartial You have access to This suspect's uh, social media Accounts and records Send us anything that you think Is relevant to this case Um, And it doesn't really It does some really interesting stuff In terms of making you stop and think about What Things are relevant to an Investigation and what things should be Overlooked as private Personal venting so a good example in the first episode is your there's this terror suspect who, in a private basically like a Facebook chat, was was grumbling about the government and being like, "Ugh, uh, the fucking government, so so fucking shitty," and you have to make a judgment call of, do you share that with the government? Because, sure, she is a terror suspect that is suspected of an act of terrorism, and this is. Evidence that she has dissenting opinions on the government But it's also, how much do you just ignore that Because it's, you know, it's a private Facebook conversation It was probably venting that was not meant Or was not a sign of any further Do
2: you know what's really scary, Laura? Yeah It's that there's probably someone whose job that is
1: Yeah, exactly (laughs) And that's that's the thing Like, it's, it's very interesting having to, like take into account the context of, of that kind of minutia and be like, is this relevant to deciding if someone has dissenting opinions on the government? So, yeah, yeah that was really interesting. Like, I played through the first episode of that. It's apparently, like, six episodes long. And, uh, yeah, that was cool. I'm sure I think if I played anything else cool while I was uh over there I um, know
2: these all Australian games? Are yeah,
1: they? these are all things that are made in Australia Most of them were made in Melbourne specifically Because are, Melbourne's are where I was they doing worldwide release? Yeah, they're all releasing worldwide So they just sure. happen to be in Melbourne Because that's where they were released Like the studios are And Melbourne government was like Yeah, we'll pay for, pay for your PAX floor space So that you can show off your game there Nice uh, right. The other one that I'm looking at that looks really interesting is a game called Baroviet, which is, you know, there's sort of like limbo and inside and those kind of linear narrative puzzle platformers. It feels very similar to those, but mechanically there's a couple of interesting things going on. Um, You have both of your triggers in this game open portals in the world, which will either... Make ghostly platforms appear Make parts of the world Disappear Or translate text In the world okay. But none of these these portals You can open up Can overlap or their effects won't work So it's a very limbo esque puzzle platformer. Limbo
2: meets Portal. Oh, sign me up for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was it was an interesting spin on that kind of on that set of mechanics. Having like, oh, I've got to balance like, where do I want these various circles of effects on the world to be during puzzles? So yeah, that's that's some interesting Australian stuff
2: I saw. Cool. <sighs> that sounds that that last one definitely has my interest.
1: Yeah, there's a trailer for that it. A big, there's a trailer uh, for it somewhere. I can send you a link, but it uh, it looks really good. It's a beautiful looking game. So yeah,
2: sweet. I was a big fan of Inside this year as well, and I'm kind of craving another game like that.
1: Yeah, if if you're craving Inside, if this if this game like it's currently like just finished development as like a student final project, but. Yeah. If the full game turns out as promising as like the demo did, it could be something very special. So, yeah, that's that's some awesome. games. Do we do we want to do a couple of questions before we uh we finish yeah, up? Yeah,
2: before I, before I fall asleep because uh. I've been I I was up all bloody night. Oh, same. <laughs> I I had maybe 2 hours sleep, so
1: I yeah. I could do with some rest as well. Um Yeah, we'll s- do a
2: couple of questions so, and
1: Uh, This question is not coming from any one specific person, but we've had a lot of people um, asking about it This is our two year anniversary of doing this as a show How are we feeling?
2: Um, we feel so good about it that we made Jim fuck off for the last yeah, 20
1: minutes Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know about you Gavin, but I'm feeling really bad about this show at the moment You know, I've, I've been recently feeling like there's a big problem in the show There's just someone on the show the that un- really isn't working with the group dynamic yeah. And I'm I'm, <laughs> here's the thing Jim doesn't actually have a VO job. I made it up to get him off the show. Oh no, yeah. I'm I pretended to yeah. be a developer to get rid of him because
2: he's he's in his room wanking and crying right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like he went to like open the Skype chat for the whoever the developer is he's voiceovering with, and the Skype chat was just like, we just wanted to get you off acquisition.
2: Fuck you Jim So He's crying into his boglands.
1: <laughs> yeah Long live year three of podquisition The year where Jim's not on the show anymore Fuck you uh, um, Okay so other questions we have this week This week was a weird one A weird week for questions uh, Our first mm. question is from Benjamin Wentworth If you could rename a sexual position To something truly bizarre What would you rename it to be?
2: Oh dear Hmm Oh I wish I'd had time to think about I, this one I, need, I really need to start, you need start reading to, yeah, the questions Yeah start
1: reading the topic list in <laughs> advance So I'll give you a second to think While I talk about the only one that jumped to my mind Which is that 69ing Should be renamed Upside down fuck friends <laughs> So yeah 69ing is now Upside down fuck friends everyone Um <laughs> Bl- Blowjobs are now Suck on the ding dong
2: Suck on the ding dong Yeah, that's a good one Suck on, suck on the ding dong oh, I have dong. so many You know, I have so many of these after a few drinks That we actually, like, come up with them But, you know, right now I'm just I can't, you know I've got good good names for, like, um, Crunchy Nut cornflakes though Like, crunchy Nut Porn Flakes <laughs> Are we just going to ignore oh, the question Rachel's entirely and rename, at rename at cereals? Door, Looking at me with abject <laughs> horror right now. Did she
1: walk in as she was saying "cunty nut cornflakes"?
2: <laughs> yeah, she just woke up. Um, just do you want to explain this to
1: horror. her, or are you just going to leave her wondering?
2: <laughs> I said "cunty nut cornflakes."
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> or "crunchy nut cornflakes," whichever one's whichever <laughs> one's <are> more appetising. <laughs> Yeah, she's closing the door now.
1: <laughs> yeah, this this is why you don't Bye. uh you don't in, intrude on the uh <sighs> on, the on the office when the podcast is happening, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah.
2: you might hear "cunty up porn flights
1: Yeah, co co coco fucks. Um that that wasn't as creative <laughs> as it perhaps couldn't be.
2: We'll have a proper I'll have a proper think about this one for next week when I'm not half asleep.
1: That's alright. Well while well, let's vamp for a second because 'cause I'm just looking for the for the question thread again to see if we add any add any other decent ones. Where are them bloody questions? Uh, there's the thread. Right. I will edit around this. Um Yeah. Okay. So this question for Martin Shrek it, it it makes an ass- <laughs> it makes an an assumption before we start the question. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you and see if you're on the right side of this battleground before we start. So, pineapple okay. does it belong on pizza?
2: Uh, in my opinion, yes. I like <gasps> pineapple pizza. Oh no! Yeah. I
1: I yeah. no no Gavin.
2: It's good with ham.
1: It's not good with tomato or bread
2: No, I like it Sometimes it can be a little bit too sugary sweet Depending on your mood It's
1: always too sugary sweet It's sugary (laughs) sweet and sharp and weird Why would you want pineapple? It's a fruit, not a, not a carb or a, a vegetable or to, a meat yeah,
2: tomato, tomato is a fruit, so you know
1: It is the vegetable of fruits I don't think you can yeah. say the same for pineapples
2: <laughs> The vegetable of fruits It is the vegetable pretty. of fruits It's the Dark Souls of video so games
1: Here's why I asked this to start Because the question from Martin Shrek was If pineapples don't go on pizza Which edible things do have you seen in chocolate bars that don't belong there?
2: Uh, well, the Scottish stuff, like those deep fried Mars. I thought that was a joke when I heard about it. Deep fried Mars bar. A
1: deep. Fri- and then I realised
2: <laughs> that's actually a real thing you do up yeah. in Scotland. Yeah. Deep, like, deep fried Mars bar
1: is a thing that I've eaten once, as like a well I did it. It's not a thing mm. I could ever see anyone like being like, yeah, that's what I'm craving right now. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's there's chocolate bars like some weird chocolate bars that have like um. Cadbury's do one at the moment that has jelly beans and popping candy in it I'm not on board with that No That is two things that, that shouldn't kind- be in chocolate
2: That kind of sounds awesome at the same time though
1: I, I've tried it, I don't think they work I'm, I'm not a fan of those, I don't know, is there, is there anything you've... Oh, Vegemite, Vegemite doesn't belong in chocolate oh. I forgot about oh. that but... Bavril yeah, well uh, veggie white chocolate already exists and that's why I'm uh I'm uh it's horrible that it exists. Um Yeah, that's that's it for things that shouldn't be in chocolate. Um mm. Right, what other what other questions do we have? What other questions do we have? We do maybe one more and then we can uh should probably wrap up if we do then one we more, shouldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> I I could do with some food and some sleep, I think. Um mm. Right. Okay, so this one's from Gawel Sieleswiski. Sipwileski. Gawel Sipwileski. I probably butchered that. I tried. Uh, We've had 3D gaming. We've had motion controls. And now we've had VR. What do you think the next gimmick in gaming marketed as the future is going to be?
2: Oh, we had this last uh we had this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, and what did we answer? It was gonna be oh, I'm, trying to I'm I'm trying
1: to think of stuff that feels like i I'm not thinking about necessarily what one's likely to be the next one, but there are some gimmicks that I don't mm. think we've done yet that I think maybe not this decade, foot, but some foot
2: controllers
1: foot controllers <laughs> will be a thing I think that like controllers that make you feel what's happening to you in game like oh you yeah. know those those vests you can get that will like hit you with a blast shock of compressed you. air when or something yeah, or shock yeah. you when you get shot
2: or fart in your face Yes,
1: yeah, or fart <laughs> in your face I think like when the technology on those gets a bit further I think that's going to be a big thing where it's like oh yeah get yourself immersed in a game feel like you got shot mm. um I feel. That would be
2: cool to have something on your feet that if you want to move your character forward, you have to actually run. And yeah. Move your legs up and down.
1: That would be cool. Like, have you seen the, the VR treadmills that exist for that purpose?
2: Yeah, when I saw stuff? those, I presumed that was how all VR was going to work.
1: I, I kind of wish it was. Like I've yeah. I've played around with one of those. I like ran around in first person Pac Man or something and did that. I also ran around in Fallout with it. It yeah. feels great to do. The I bet it the does, problem yeah. is is that one of those like bases that you run on costs you about nine grand.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's like oh yeah, how, like how nine how do thousand they deal pounds. With jumping? Uh, you don't really. You pre- probably press a button still to jump. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's also, like, weirdly be dangerous weird. because, like, basically the floor of those is incredibly slippy and you just kind of, like, shuffle your feet back and forth. And it's yeah. very easy to fall over, which is why they have, like, the big cage around them for you to hold on to. Yeah. Um. So that's that's one that I I kind of wish I had one of those in my house, but I don't think it's going to be the next I, big gimmick.
2: They're one of those things I kind of wish I had, but I'm also glad I don't because... Not just because of the space it would take up, but just com- people coming in going, "What the fuck is that?"
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I kind of would love to see some kind of audio tech be like a big gimmick in gaming. Like mm. I, I see like it, it's in VR. We get the the the, the idea now that like, but hey, because you're in a 3D space, we'll do stuff with 3D audio. But I love the idea of like. Surround sound 3D audio being Something that would be Baked into gaming enough That we built game design around it Like I would love if yeah. that was the case In, in gaming Yeah But I, I doubt that's ever going to happen Just because of the practicalities Of getting people to shut themselves off From, from all sound mm. So yeah, there's, yeah that's, there's that's
2: that's hard to do.
1: That's that's some some gaming gimmicks, I I guess. Um, so yeah, is that a good place for us to, to wrap up this week? I think so. Yeah, we. I'm sorry,
2: we. I'm sorry we had to go as a lone audience, but I think we did all right.
1: Well, I think we did okay. We could have done much worse. And uh, if you well, would considering like,
2: considering we're both. Fucking exhausted from being up all night
1: <laughs> Yep If if you would like to see the future of this podcast Be just me and Gavin and we say fuck you to Jim Then just let, just tell him let us Twitter. know in the comments <laughs> Like I kind of hope That he doesn't listen to this after I edit it And just <laughs> Un- uh, unsup- Like unexpectedly he looks in the comments And there's just a bunch of people being like Oh yeah get rid of Jim, fuck him
2: Oh, That's too mean That would would be mean
1: I'll keep an eye out if that happens I will give him a heads up and be like This was an in-choke We we didn't you know People don't want Uh, you on We should do self-promotion Gavin where can people find Your lovely ear sounds on the internet
2: You can find Miracle of Sound on YouTube Where the last two songs have been doing very well There's the World War 1 Ponds of War 1 and there's the remake of Sovngarde's song Which has been doing great And which uh, Bethesda like a lot as well So that's awesome
1: right. that's, that's, uh, They'd want that's... it
2: considering they asked me to make it so
1: Yeah well it's good <laughs> When they ask you to make a thing And then don't hate what you made um, Yeah like my, that's a good There's been a lot of that this week With like oh Australian government flew me out Well I hope they like the stuff I wrote about Australia <laughs> I hope they found that <laughs> I hope they found it interesting <laughs> Um uh self-promotion for Jim is he's, he's the Jim You you probably know that by now. He's Jim Sterling on Twitter. Go search yeah. the word Jim on Google, you'll find him. He's he's just, just he's Jim.
2: Search search Degenerate SJW and and you'll find go, him.
1: Go search video game Cuck and you'll find him. <laughs> um so yeah, all that remains is for me to do self-promotion. I'm Laura K Buzz everywhere. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter. Laura K Buzz on Patreon, that's what pays the bills Please go chuck me a dollar or a pound a month to keep me doing this shit Laura K Buzz on YouTube I am going to start playing the Dark Souls 3 DLC this week Alongside doing more videos of playing a BDSM video game So if you want to see me BDSM some ladies I'm doing that on YouTube Um, (laughs) So yeah, thank you very much everyone for listening And... We'll see you degenerate degenerate scum buckets next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, alright, alright, back, back, okay.
0: Whew. Whew. All done, took hours. What did I miss?